Hi everybody, what you're about to hear is a 20 minute preview of the simply syndicated show Shaken Not Stirred. It's all about Bond films, that's why it's called Shaken Not Stirred. Do you see what we did there? It's ever so clever. Anyway, it's a great show, we love doing it a lot, and there's loads of episodes of this show. We're going to do at least one per Bond film. This is just a preview of one of the shows. If you want to hear the whole thing, go on over to simplysyndicated.com, that's where we live, slash shows, slash shaken not stirred. There's menus and everything, you'll figure it out. And there you can see that you can buy all the episodes, or you can sign up to Simply Everything, which just costs a couple of quid a month and gives you access to everything we make. If you like James Bond films, you'll probably like some of the other stuff we do. Some of it's free and you can just download it. Enjoy that. That's great. That's yours. But some of it you just pay a little bit for. Okay. So, but it's supposed to be good. That's the point. So there's no ads in it either. That's also kind of, I'm just rambling now. Listen to the show. It's, we think it's good. So have fun. Hello, welcome to Shaken Not Stirred. This week it's Thunderball. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> uh, this this one made Alison quite angry. It's it's one of my least favourites. Um, I I tried because I know you you've been watching them with Rochelle, haven't you? I have. Yeah. And uh, I've been watching them alone because James Bond films in general seem to make Alison angry. I can I can see it. I she, can see it. She's sat about eight feet from me, and I don't know if she can even hear me. She's watching the film on the television with the headphones on, but it's just like her to pretend that she can't hear me when she actually can. Um, see, the the reason I'm watching it with Rochelle is because she's never seen them. Okay. Ever, ever. So I've insisted that, like, if I have to sit through them again, <laughs> I, I, I say that as if it's a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. Like, because I'm sitting through them again, she should at least see them because I feel she's missing out by not seeing them. Oh, I, I she doesn't totally have to watch agree. them again, but she should have seen them at least once. Yeah, that but makes sense. As a kid, you, you miss a lot of stuff, don't you? Yeah, you do. I have been calling this film a rapey romp so far yes. this week. And it, yeah. Alice, she heard that, she's shuddering. She's shuddering. Because she watched it as far as the sort of the health club at the beginning. Oh, when, God. When it, I, I can only imagine, even at the time, it must have been a little uncomfortable. I don't know. Was, if was it, it? If it wasn't, we've come a long way in society since yeah, the production I'm, of this I'm, film. <laughs> because there's just no way. It, it literally is you've caused a fuck up at work if you don't have sex with me in the sauna now i'm gonna dob you in and get you fired yeah and i that just never strikes me as a particularly gentlemanly way to behave it, it's not really uh we're, we're getting ahead of ourselves we are. Though, let's, we? let's go back to the beginning let's let's go back because it's just a glimpse of things to come yeah we'll we'll get angry about this later everybody um what we do have we start off it's a funeral um is it allegedly his? Yeah, we get that it's the monogram on the box of JB. Well, that's the thing, because the, the woman he's with says, JB, like James Bond, in her dubbed voice. And uh, that's your initials. And you're like, well, is it supposed to be him or isn't it? Because it, they never make a, a thing of it again, do they? 
No, they don't. Um, I don't suppose it matters, really. Because I was trying to work out what's, what was going on. Do you know, and I couldn't... Sorry, I, I actually think it makes more sense that it's not his funeral. Be- I agree. Because the person that he's about to have a fight with, who we learn is a man in drag, is <laughs> posing as his... As yes, the bereaved yeah. widow. So I yes, kind of think what it is. if there was a, a, a funeral for someone that I was just like making sure they were dead and I turned up as their widow, I would expect to bump into maybe his parents, his siblings, friends, people who would go, hang on, he's not married to you, bloke in a dress. You know, so yeah. I, I think that it wasn't his funeral. But the point no. is, is that we get the shock in a minute where we find out it's the dude. Yeah. But the the weird thing is as well, uh, like we we get onto it in a bit. But James Bond is on break from work. He's not supposed to be working. Of course. So who is this? Oh, it's a guy from Spectre, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I get the sense James Bond never stops working. I also get the sense that when they made this film, up until the shot where they literally pull the hat and their wig off, I think it's actually a woman. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise. Me. I, I don't think he was ever in drag for anything but the fight scene. It, it's just, but because it's a woman, it's not like he's not doing an astoundingly good performance of pretending to be a woman. It's a fucking woman. And that's just all there is to it until it, the fight it, scene. It certainly fits with the theme that runs throughout this film of complete and utter misogyny. Yeah, it does a bit, doesn't it? It won a bloody Oscar, this film. What for? I don't know. I'm just finding out. Well, one Best can... Special visual effects. Well, it has the jetpack. It does have the jetpack. Which is how he escapes from... <laughs> so, yeah, he has a fight with a dude who's dressed as a woman, and then he jetpacks off a roof as if it's second nature. And yet, this isn't the most bizarre, weird thing to ever happen in a James Bond film, which says a lot. It is. Uh quite weird that it's not the the weirdest thing well well yeah wait until we get to moonraker eh? right now i am unclear on the actual real life existence of jetpacks right because right i know that i can't go into a shop and buy one that's cool and obviously there aren't lots of people flying around on jetpacks there is that one guy though oh that one that crazy dude who's built one in his yard yeah of course there's always people like that Britain is made on people like that. He's English, isn't he? Uh, no idea. I think he might be French, actually. Okay, well, that makes... Well, fair enough. But I think there actually are jetpacks. They're just not very good. Like, ideally, you want... The situation... They've got that water one, haven't they? Yeah, there's that one. That seems to work. Because I, I believe the problem is sort of fuel. Like, you, you, <laughs> the amount of fuel that you need to carry strapped to your bag is far more than you need than you can carry yeah basically so if you do the thing where it's just pumping up water and that's basically fuel you can go on forever because you're not going to run out of sea but if you want to go down to the tesco in it or something like that because that's what you want isn't it it's like oh i'm cooking this meal and i forgot this ingredient can you pop down the spa shop yes i can love i'm just gonna (laughs) pop on my jetpack i'll be back in 15 seconds that's that's the dream isn't it well, well, yes, that, and also not having to follow the road network, which meanders in this country sometimes. Yeah, um, you want to you want to do that as the crow flies, sort of thing, don't you? Yeah, 
Incidentally, I do think should the commercial availability of jetpacks ever occur, thousands of people are going to die that day. Oh, God, yes. It's going to be one of the darkest days of human history when we can all buy a jetpack that works. And and flying cars as well. Yeah. Because just think of the amount of airliners that are going to come down. Just so many problems. And you crash into people's houses, thousands dead horribly. Yeah. And And, And think of the burns on the back of your legs as well. That's the other problem, isn't it? There's just so many problems with jetpacks. <laughs> I, I, you know, so, but I think they, I think there are such, wasn't there an Olympic ceremony, wasn't it? I think it was the LA Olympics, hmm. where as part of the opening ceremony, they had loads of guys in jetpacks fly past. I don't know. It sounds a bit too much. This with t- LA. LA was, LA was quite a while ago, wasn't it? I believe it was an early 80s one. I'm thinking 84, but I'm prepared to be totally wrong about that. Um, I, would, I would have been three, Rich, so you, you probably know better than I do. Well, I was only like four or five. <laughs> I, wasn't, I wasn't paying much attention to the Olympics. I wasn't there. But I don't know. So it, let's talk about Thunderball. Cause <laughs> so off. he jetpacks he jet off a roof. This is all pre-title sequence again. So he jetpacks off a roof with, and... Uh, the DB5's there. It's the only time you really see the car in the film, isn't it? There's an incident a bit later, but it's yeah. not a heavily featured item in this one. No, and but you do see it's the DB5 standard issue with all the tricks again, and the uh, um, bulletproof screen, and and it's got a couple of amendments, hasn't it? Because it's got the what's it shoot out the back? Is it water? Um, it has water, water hoses like German police. Hmm. They like hosing things down. Um, and that knocks people. Is that anything to do with laser? No, no, no. Lederhosen. No. Lederhosen. I, <laughs> I see what you see. What did. I did there. Yeah, I did. That was sorry. That was good. Yeah. Sorry. Um, but he gets away because luckily these are the sort of criminals where when you knock them down once they give up entirely. Yeah, they're the best kind. I like to think so. Um, and then we're away. Do we get the? Yeah. Then it's lots of swimming women because we. Should, I suppose we should say this is the underwater James Bond. Yeah, they all sort of one have, of them. Yeah, they they all sort of have themes. There's underwater ones, there's skiing mm. ones, there's mountain climbing ones. This mm. is the underwater one. Yeah, and and it, a lot of it happens underwater. And I must say, back in the sixties, the waters around the world were just so clear and had no pollution whatsoever. No shopping trolleys. Yeah. No syringes or nappies or anything like that. It was it was beautiful back in the sixties. Would you genuinely have trouble shooting this film nowadays, purely based on pollution and stuff, or at least you could you couldn't <laughs> shoot it in the, the ocean? Rich, am I talking? Uh, did I fall for that? You, you fell for that. Sorry, it was all done in a tank. Of course it was. Why would you not do it all in a tank? <laughs> Why would you? Why would you go to the risk of being on open ocean, filming when you could do it in a tank? That just makes so much sense. Notice the lack of fish. Of course, <laughs> that never occurred to me. And no seaweed. Oh, there is a bit of seaweed. Just so there? much thing, so many things that you would expect to find in ocean, but not in a water tank. <laughs> and they're all yeah. I see. Fair enough. Fair enough. 
<laughs> so anyway, I've I've written down here remote control wardrobe, but I can't remember what that is. That's got to be Largo turning up to his secret no, yes, spectre meeting, hasn't it? That's what it is. Yes. Yeah, so, so we see number two, uh, the much parodied number two, um, turning up for a spectre meeting. And um, again, we see Blofeld without seeing Blofeld. I don't that whole scene like you wouldn't sneak a peek under that thing because he's just it's like he's in a shop that's half closed. The, yeah. You know, when they put the shutters down over the, the windows at, at to tarry the people up and get them out. Yeah. It's yeah. like that bit of his office is closing in 10 minutes and they're trying to encourage him to leave. So you can see his I, feet and that he sat at a desk stroking his, his cat. Yeah. Um, but not his face. But you could if no. you just leaned over on your way out. But oh, it's the, you. The thing that I, until I sort of started watching these for this show, the thing that I, I it completely bypassed me is how early on they're setting up Blofeld and how much of the time it's Spectre that is the bad guys. Yeah, that was his enemy in these films. I know, but it just like you never really th- think about it when you just sort of watch them out of order. You just go, "Oh, it's, it's Blofeld again," and oh. but this is the fourth one, and it's the fourth one where Spectre are the bad guys. Yeah, oh, not Goldfinger though. Oh. Goldfinger's acting alone. That's true. That's true. But it's one of the most bizarre sort of bad guys in all the films, I think, because at one point they just stopped. They forgot that he was fighting Spectre. <laughs> and it just was never mentioned again. He didn't beat Spectre. No. He, he just stopped fighting them. Well, he, he, does, he does kill Blofeld, though, doesn't he? Ah, that's the thing. Eventually, at the beginning of... Oh, I think it's For Your Eyes Only. Hmm. Um, it's definitely one of the Roger Moore ones and one of the later 70s ones because it's all disco music. It's not... Uh, live and let die i think it is for your eyes only um for the pre-credit sequence he kills blofeld because someone just went hang on didn't we, wasn't we never he, wrapped that yeah, up he, we just started we just stopped making films about it what was that about and they went should we kill blofeld in the pre-credit sequence yes yeah, so he does but that's it they just stopped making films where spectre was the bad guy for no reason i think by like, I'm just, so what after this it was I want to say Diamonds are Forever, isn't it? But it's not. Oh, now you're testing me. Oh, why don't I just know this? Hang on. Well, I, I know. I have to Google list of Bond films. Bond films in order. Here you go. Um, loading. Uh, you Only Live Twice. Right. So You Only Live Twice. That was Spectre. Oh, God. Then on her Majesty's... This is, no, 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 I've just realised we've only got one Connery film left. Yeah. Well, two left, because he w- left and came back. For Diamonds Are Forever. Yeah. So, You Only Live Twice as the next one. That was Spectre, because they were stealing spaceships and hiding them in volcanoes. Yeah. On Her Majesty's Secret Service, <clears throat> he's searching for Blofeld. Diamonds Are Forever. Done. That's it. Yeah. There's no mention of them in Diamonds Are Forever. Live and Let Die, Man with the Golden Gun, Spy Love Me. It's all Spectre's done with. But in, in, uh, on Her Majesty's Secret Service, he doesn't defeat them. He doesn't win. He just, I mean, all you expect with Spectre is you, you foil their current plan and escape alive. But he doesn't. 
So I, I don't know. It's it's weird. I just I can't think of anything else like that in films. You know, it's as if in the last Harry Potter film, they just didn't write in about. No, because in Diamonds Are Forever, he's back with Spectre. Are you sure? I'm looking at. Yeah, yeah. I'm just I'm just having a look at it. It says. Uh... But instead meets. Um... Yeah, oh, he's yeah. following someone. Instead, he meets Blofeld, who captures the agent and explains to him that the satellite can blow up nuclear missiles. Yep, you're absolutely right. So Bond attacks the rig, stopping Blofeld's operation and dispersing his organization. So Diamonds Are Forever is the last one. Hmm. Yeah, I think it's For Your Eyes Only where they bring him back. Or now I'm off. No, it's not The Spy Who Loved Me. That's the pre-credit sequence of the skiing. Um, weird, isn't it? It is weird. Well, we'll find out. We'll find out, won't we, when yeah. we watch them? I, I suppose we should also say, while we're talking about general trivia rather than following the plot, this film was remade. <laughs> I, do you know what? I don't even... I can't distinguish between Never Say Never Again and Thunderball in my head. I can't think of anything in Never Say Never Again that stands out. I can, there's a few things. First of all, Kim Bassinger is the girl. And she's actually not as nice as the girl in the original Thunderball. Hmm. Um, it has Rowan Atkinson in it. Does uh, it? It does. And James Bond is bald because Sean Connery is bald. <laughs> and you can, you can already see in this one. In Thunderball, they are clearly combing over here. That, yeah. you know, this is, His hair changed a lot in this film. It did. It was like, what was the least offensive under these lighting conditions? Yeah, it's, it's looking really bad, I think, in this one. And of course, he didn't want to wear a wig. They didn't want James Bond to be bald. And so it was, that was eventually one of the things that led to Sean Connery not doing it anymore. So if you're in a position like 20 years later where you want to remake Thunderball and put Sean Connery in it, He's going to say, well, I'm not wearing a wig. And you have to go, yeah, okay. <laughs> Consequently, James Bond looks a bit like my dad in Thunderball. They do try and bring... The, in, in Never Say Never Again, sorry. They do try and bring it about and kind of say, like, you're at this uh, recuperation place because you're old now, James Bond. Hmm. And we don't think you can hack it anymore, quite honestly. Um, but it, it's a remake because the co-writer of the book... I think I th- I'm getting lost now. I think the co-write it was co-written, or at least the screenplay was co-written. It was something like that, wasn't it? And the the dude it was co-written with basically sued for his right to be able to make his own version of that screenplay. And, yeah, and won, and that's what Never Say Never is is. Um, here's a bit of trivia. Never Say Never Again was directed by the same guy who directed The Empire Strikes Back. Yes, it was. Irving Kirshner. Yes, it was. And was nowhere near as good as Empire Strikes Back. (laughs) Nowhere near. I think it's worth a watch. If you've never seen it, have a look at it. It's odd. Will we do it at the end? I think it's. It'd be we're going to do bonus. We bonus episodes. Are we of, of original Casino Royale and this might be worth a go? Because it's it's just an odd film. It's just very very weird. Um, and I can't think of any other instance where a film has been remade by 
the person who wrote the original in that way and made slightly differently. I mean, there's things like mm. Michael Haneke made a, an American version of Funny Games, but I, I, having not seen it, I'm led to believe it's basically a shot-for-shot remake. He just literally remade it again. Yeah. Uh, whereas Never Say Never Again is a different film, It's but it's the same film. It's very odd. Let's get on with the story. Let's. Because so, I'm, so I'm we have, we're at this meeting and stuff. So. <laughs> we're, we're at this meeting where we meet a few more of the spectres, and, and number nine, spectre number nine, gets electrocuted, and spectre number ten was the one who thought he was going to get. It. So he's sort of breathing a sigh of relief, whilst at the same time being absolutely terrified that the guy sat next to him has just been electrocuted. It's not very good working conditions, is it? it it's not really. I'd get onto HR about that. I would. Just all these electric chairs in the conference room, is it really necessary? <laughs> like, well, before we had to dig a fire pit below each chair, and that was time-consuming and cost a lot, so we're just going... Oh, mind you, it does It does shrink down below the floor and tip his body out, presumably onto some kind of conveyor belt, or... <laughs> I, I feel like the entire system's automated. Yeah. You know, he probably just goes to a dog food factory or something like that. I don't, I don't know what they do with him. Uh, but it, this is the accounting thing, isn't it? Basically, it's like how much, how much yes. evil money have you all made for me? And uh, again, another another sort of topical reference there to things like uh, the Great Train Robbery and th- uh, other heists that happened around the world. Oh, is that what it's it's doing? I see. Mm. I'm not that because you, you know on uh, was it Doctor No where they had the the missing Rembrandt or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. That was it, that was popular there. That was in it, and then uh, in this one, they were talking about various heists that had happened that year or within that year. Oh, that's very good. I like that. I like that. That's a nice idea to do. Um, and then that, that's basically it. Do they announce?